Welcome to the Purvey Podcast, brought to you by Purvey CPG, a community and resource for purveyors of emerging food, snack, and beverage products. Check us out online at purveycpg.com. Hello and welcome to the Purvey Podcast. My name is Chase Slepik and I'm your host. Um, with us today, again, we have uh, Nika Garker coming in for episode three of the Purvey Podcast. Uh, if you've been listening to the previous two episodes, you've learned Nick is a career attorney who has decided that he wants to pursue uh, launching a ready-to-drink tea brand. Um, you know, so far uh, in episodes one and two, we've worked through kind of getting some clarity on, on what Nick wants to launch. And uh, right now, it sounds like Nick wants to be in an Indian-inspired uh, ready to drink tea. So uh, today, you know, uh, we're going to work through a little bit of the homework coming out of episode two, which was to get clear on uh, kind of the brand aesthetics, the brand, uh, the brand voice, the brand story, and um, you know what this brand starts to look like uh, from a creative perspective. Um, so we'll work through that a little bit today with Nick, and we will kind of continue on to the next phase. So again, Nick has been kind enough to allow us to document this from from kind of start to finish. So uh, here we are in, in this stage of the process. And uh, yeah, welcome to the show again, Nick. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to continue our, our planning uh, discussions and the sort of the, as we enter the, the launch phase, and hopefully we can get this thing off the ground once we're able to uh, leave the house. Absolutely. So Nick, you know, coming out of episode two, um, as I'd mentioned earlier, we really just wanted to try to get clear on, you know, we have an idea what the product is going to be, right? Um, we've we've kind of landed on this Indian inspired ready to drink tea. Uh, we got clear on who our, our target customer is. Um, I think, you know, the, the, the thing we want to work on today and the thing you've been working on uh, over the last week as part of your homework um, is getting us in a position where we can start to put together maybe a, a very basic brand deck, right? I want us to come out of uh, this this week with a very basic brand deck that we can go and, and take the tell your story to whether it's um, co-packers, flavor houses, suppliers, um, or, you know, potentially even lenders or, or, um, or investors. So um, I think working through this process, whether it is something that we use um, externally uh, for, for some of those potential vendor partners, um, but it's also something to do um, something that's very important to do for yourself to really just kind of help get clear and, and start to put some pen to paper um, and formalize this thing a little bit. So what are your thoughts, Nick? What are your thoughts on, you know, um, just a general brand story, right? I, I think I mentioned uh, on our last episode, you know, I recommend uh, picking up a couple different products, going to a couple different uh, websites and, and getting some examples of, of brand story. You obviously have a, um, a pretty intimate relationship with the idea of an Indian inspired tea, um, you know, being a, um, an Indian American story. All right, Nick. So, you know, I really just want to get your, your, um, your feel and your sense on, on where we're going with the brand story. We talked a little bit about some of my recommendations, uh, you know, go, go turn around the bottles of some other products, read the brand stories on the back, look at some other websites for, for similar type products. Um, but, you know, just be genuine with yourself. And I think you have a really interesting relationship with the brand story and really what you're trying to do in the sense that this is something that's very close to you. Um, being an Indian American and, you know, earlier on uh, in the series, you started talking a little bit about um, some of the inspiration actually coming from your father and, and his kind of uh, at home tea uh, concoctions that he made uh, when you were growing up. So where are you at with, uh, with brand story and, and really um, who you are and why this is important to you? Yeah, I, I think that that's sort of uh, the place to start, right? Who, who are you and, and why is it important? <clears throat> and then the, uh, the sort of the, the end goal 
right, of course, I think is to make really the brand story about the end user, right? And sort of figure out, okay, why why is it that I should pick up this product, right? Why do I care about you, right? Why do I even care about this story? So that's sort of what I was finding, you know, in my research, right? Not only in researching, like, just generally what is a brand story and how does it work, but also, you know, the back of the back of packaging, right? And and reading these about us sections, it really becomes more about the the consumer and and why they should be picking up your product. So, totally. you know, for me, for me, it, it really started. Um, more than a year ago, probably now, when, you know, I, I really, I really started understanding that lawyering was not for me, right? And really coming to that conclusion was tough, right? And it came with after, you know, a lot of self-reflection and meditation. Um, so I, I, I started meditating quite a bit and sort of getting into that feel and that groove of, you know, energy. And I know this gets a little bit woo woo, but it really allowed me some clarity about sort of what's important to me, right? And one of the things that really, you know, struck me with, you know, this whole uh, pandemic, uh, especially in the legal field is, you know, it's, it's, it's selling time, right? That's, that's what, you know, even just professional services in general, you're, you're selling time. And it's the, the one thing that is not scalable, right? You can't scale time. It's finite. So, you know, if I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, what do I want to be doing? Well, then I want to be scaling. I want to be, so, uh, if I think about, you know, okay, so then what do I want to be doing? Uh, you know, instead of trying to sell time, sell products, right? Um, but what kind, right? So the, one of the things that really helped me get to this place that I'm at, really a better self-understanding is being able to take that moment, right? And I think what's really amazing about what's going on in our country right now, and this is, you know, we're recording this during this global pandemic where, you know, 96% of Americans are under a stay-at-home order of some kind that, you know, it really is important to hit pause and really take that moment, right? Take some time. And that's honestly what I look at in the sort of the beverage and snack category, right? It gives people this, this sense of a pause. Like I'm going to sit and have this, you know, nice, tea and just enjoy it and take a moment and sort of that's that's kind of you know how i get into my brand story which you know if i'm i'm reading it is you know we are on a mission to bring people back to themselves one sip at a time i don't know if that piece is maybe a little saccharine but this is sort of the first draft so anyway uh, our founder our founder was an overworked stressed out ready to snap lawyer that's me until he found his true nature one that is in alignment with positivity, love, and happiness. In today's busy American life, we seek to be more mindful, calm, and understanding. But how? We like to think our teas can give people that moment, just a bit of time for themselves to get back to their true nature. And really, that's, that's sort of you know, what I'm thinking in terms of why, why is it important for the consumer, right? Why does the consumer care about you know the product and why it was created, and I think that that resonates for a lot of people, and I think a lot of people are really finding that out now in this crucible that we're in. That really they they needed to take some time, 
right? Um, and I, I think that's sort of where I'm headed with kind of how I'm envisioning this brand. No, that's great. Um, man, I asked you for a, a little bit of a brainstorm and, and you, you really delivered on this homework assignment. You wrote out a whole damn brand story. Um, I love it. <laughs> and I, I, I think, Nick, I think um, it does a really good job of, of tying back to, to your why, um, but really keeping in mind, uh, as you mentioned, uh, that our focus is really on the customer. Um, and you've made, you've made this uh, really easy to understand for the customer, but still tying it back to your own story. Um, I love it. I think it's, it's really relatable. I think it's approachable. Um, and what, you know, I took, as you, as you were talking there and reading me that brand story, I wrote down two things. I wrote down mindfulness and I wrote down uh, ceremonial, right? And I think those are uh, two things that kind of really do tie back that Indian culture as well. So, you know, we talked uh, in previous episodes about the importance of, you know, um, not getting too Indian uh, centric, but being kind of Indian inspired. Um, and I think that idea of mindfulness and that, you know, kind of uh, taking that, that approach of mindfulness and applying it to, you know, the ceremonial kind of uh, um, act of, of just taking the time and enjoying the tea. Um, tea is historically, you know, in, in ancient times, very ceremonial. Um, I think that, that that is really sticking to our, our goal of being Indian inspired, but not necessarily Indian centric. I, th I think you've done a great job here. And, and frankly, I have nothing else to add to that brand story. I really Thank don't. you. I think that's fantastic. Um, I love that it's so, it's so, um, you're taking, again, the, the, those kind of um, Indian inspired ideas of uh, mindfulness and the ceremonial piece, but you've really made it approachable for, for, for me uh, and, and everybody else kind of uh, in today's society of, uh, we can all relate. We might not all be attorneys, but we can all relate to that high energy, high stress, kind of stressed out, ready to snap. Um, and we could all take a break from that every once in a while. So I think you've done a great job. Well, thank you. Thank you. Awesome. So we have an idea of, 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 it's not even an idea. You've locked in your brand story. I don't think you should change a damn thing about it. I think it's fantastic. Okay. Um, we're good on brand story. So have you started to think about names at all? Yeah, you know, it, it's it's tough. Uh, you know, it, based on on the brand story, uh, you know, it, like you said, uh, you don't want to make it, you know, too Indian. I was thinking maybe Om Tees or Namaste because those are, you know, known words. But then I get worried that it's like kind of a, you know, if you mispronounce it or they don't know how or like, you know, there's a, a, a word in, in Hindi called Maitri, which is, you know, basically friend. So maybe something like that, but I don't know. I, I've maybe think that that's maybe too, uh, too cultural or too ethnic. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I agree. I think we're, we're getting a little too Indian centric there. Um, you know, namaste that, that means something to me. Right. And I think that means something to most people. Um, I get that, um, that leans a little bit more Indian inspired than, than Indian focused for me. Um, but I think we should continue to workshop the name idea. I think there's, um, I think it's, it's, it's very important. It's probably arguably one of the most important things. Uh, and the most important thing is we start to build this brand identity. Um, yeah, I think we should, we can kind of continue to workshop this one a little bit. Well, you know, I, I'm just looking at my, my, my brand story, you know, if we're talking, you know, I, might, I end it with, you know, to get back to their true nature. I mean, what, what do you think a true nature tea company? I like that. I, I think um, it, let me think about this. I think true nature, um, 
there's a there's a couple complexities that come with when we say nature i think there's this idea of um of a more natural product which we're leaning that way right and obviously mm-hmm. we're we're got quite a ways to go as we start to get into formulas and things like that but i think your goal is to be a more natural better for you product right so i think that's good i think true um is a good word in the sense that it, it does tie back to your brand story right you're just kind of trying to get back to uh back to the basics you're trying to get back to that that uh your true version of yourself um i think that plays well into the mindfulness aspect i i think true nature is is certainly worth uh exploring all right. Well, I think maybe that we, that's maybe the working name. I mean, maybe we just came up with it right now. <laughs> you know, maybe it's, yeah, I think maybe that's the, the, the name that we can work with and, you know, see, uh, see how maybe it tests when we uh, were able to get, uh, get out into the market. Yeah. So, and, and what, what else is interesting is, um, or with one of the other things I like about true nature um, is right now we're talking about an Indian inspired tea, right? there's a world where in the future you want to launch off and do something different. Right. Um, right. and, and maybe, maybe, you know, in the future you take a step away from, from Indian inspired and you end up, you know, with a Japanese inspired and you're looking at, you know, matcha teas. Right. Um, right. So it, it, it's, uh, it's, I think it's broad enough, but it's still, um, still ties back to your brand story and it, it does leave you some room to, to grow and innovate into. Yeah. Um, yeah. the other, the other thing I like about it is, you know, we, we, we've tried to, to work through, and I think we've got a pretty good handle on, on your ultimate goal, right? I asked you in, in a previous episode, do you want to be the tea guy for the rest of your life? Or, you know, what do you, what do you want to do here? And, yeah. you know, may, maybe there's a world where you decide, you know, this is going so well, you want to, you know, you want to branch off into, into snacks or foods or whatever it may be. Um, true nature, I think that's, that's broad, right? So there's a lot you could build on to there. Um, I think that's a, a that's a really good working title. I'll tell you what, it's it's a lot better than the working title I've had, which is uh, Nick's Tea. So yeah. I think <laughs> I think I'm gonna I'm gonna update my file here, and we're working with uh, True Nature. True Nature, excellent, awesome, very cool. So got a really good handle on brand story. Um, we've got a good working title. Obviously, there's some things you need to you need to look at as we we work on this name, right? Um, trademarks and all those fun things that. Uh, well, frankly, you're better at and more equipped to handle than I am, uh, <laughs> uh, counselor. So um, fair enough. I think I think you definitely need to do some some research there. But as of right now, I really do like uh, I like your nature. So very cool. Um, so brand story name. Let's move on. Like when you close your eyes, what does this thing look like? What do you What do you see from a from a brand aesthetics perspective? What do you see as a as a logo? What do you see? Uh, you know, colors, palettes. You know, again, keeping in mind, we don't want to be uh, Indian focused, but, but more so Indian inspired. Um, right. I, we're certainly leaning towards a better for you, uh, kind of a, a healthier product. Um, you know, what are the colors you see? What are you, what are you thinking there? Yeah. I mean, colors, you know, it's, it's, you know, maybe vibrant sort of oranges and reds, um, you know, things that kind of stand out, um, because India is such a vibrantly colorful place, right? And I mean, they're just bright colors. I mean, there's deep, you know, blues, there's, you know, purples, pastels. I mean, it's just, there's so many different colors to choose from. I mean, I guess it's hard to know, but I mean, if, if, if we, if we think about it in sort of a structured way, if our goal here is, you know, to, to make sure things sell, right. And we're looking at, you know, putting something on shelves, 
what I mean, the question becomes what colors work the best? Like what colors sell the best? Do we I mean, do we know how do we how do we even find that out? Yeah, so I think a lot of this comes down to being able to spend time in retail, right? Which, unfortunately, um, <laughs> COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic, uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm i going to start doing resets in my home cooler because um, you know, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just dying to get my hands on a couple bottles of product right now. Um, you know, unfortunately, we, we can't spend a ton of time in the trade right now. Um, typically, I would tell you, go go walk the, the aisles of every grocery store and health food market and and even food service, um, you know, uh, retailers that you can get your hands in or you can get into, um, can't do that right now. So, you know, I think we do need to spend some time looking at the competitive landscape. I think, you know, we've talked quite a bit about the ability for your product to be omni-channel, right. And, and have a presence across all channels of retail. Um, so I think that's something that's important to keep in mind. We don't want it to look too, uh, nutty crunchy, right? Like we don't want it to look like it only belongs in a Whole Foods or it only belongs in a vitamin cottage or a local local health food store. Um, so I, I, I would caution that we stay away from those uh, kind of flat colors and um, the, 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 the pale uh, greens and, and, uh, and beiges that you see that are so predominant in natural foods. Um, but I'll be honest with you, Nick, right? I, I know what I'm great at and I, I know what I'm not great at. Um, I consider myself a, a consumer packaged goods uh, brand builder across all facets of, of, of the, uh, the industry. But um, this is not my expertise. I'm not a designer. I'm not really a, a creative. Um, I work with a ton of them. Um, I've worked on, on plenty of projects with, with folks that are uh, way better suited to answer these questions. Um, you know, and, and I think that's kind of the next step as, as we, we work towards uh, creating this, this brand overview deck is connecting you with um, some actual creative. So, you know, I have a, a pretty good Rolodex of, of freelancers that are out there. There's obviously some great platforms where we can find some, uh, some creative freelancers, you know, whether it's Upwork or Freelancer. Um, and I've, I've worked with some agencies that could certainly be helpful here as well. I think it's important to, um, to rely on the experts for some of this stuff. And, um, you know, I think there's a perfect kind of balance of functionality and actual um, industry knowledge. And that's where, you know, you and I will, will work together to weigh in and work with uh, your creative, whoever you decide to move forward with. Um, but, you know, they're the folks that have a real, real eye for design and topography and color palettes and things like that. Yeah. All the stuff I have no idea about. hundred percent. And, 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 and I'm in the same boat, right? Um, where, where I will be helpful in this process is, you know, the call outs that we want to have on the labels. And once we start getting into packaging design and, and making sure that, you know, um, the creative and the designers don't get too Indian centric, um, all of those fun things and kind of the practicality of package design and labeling. Um, I, I certainly love to be a part of, um, sometimes we have to keep the creatives grounded a little bit, right? They, they get a little too wrapped up in making things pretty that they become, um, they lose practicality. Right. Uh, and we need things that work that win on shelf. Right. Um, so I have a couple folks uh, we can connect you with offline uh, and ultimately find somebody that's going to be a good partner for you. You know, when you're working with creative in this space, I love to find somebody that I can build a kind of a long-term relationship with uh, on the project. So, you know, it kind of starts with getting clear on brand aesthetics and brand vision and brand guidelines. And then it moves into, you know, creating that, that intro deck. I, I call them like an overview deck that can be adapted for, whether it's raising capital, going to see suppliers, whatever it may be, or hell, just showing your family what the hell you're working on. 
Um, but from there, you're going to want to start working on package design and we're going to have to start doing labels and, and things like that that are a little bit more complex. Um, and we're going to want to have a good relationship maybe with somebody that's kind of been here from the start. So I think it's important to find somebody you can work with um, and somebody that uh, you're comfortable giving, giving feedback from, but also relying on their expertise. So we will yeah. work on that together. And that's, that would be huge. I mean, that would be enormous. And then just sort of while you were talking about labeling, I was thinking that I don't know how many products I have. I mean, is there an ideal, should I just start with one, one SKU or, or what should I do? That's a great question. So I, there's a lot of single SKU products out there, right? Um, I really did cut my teeth in the industry. Uh, I spent uh, just a handful of months working for Red Bull uh, many, many moons ago when there was one flavor of Red Bull um, and it worked, right? That does work for some brands, but I will tell you um, that in, in my opinion, I think two to four is a really good number to start. I, I really do like four. Um, you know, this all comes down to, to, to shelf space in, in most cases, right? Um, the it, there's a banner effect that we can that we that we shoot for um on shelf whether it's in grocery or food service or, or even in convenience we love to you know in convenience we love to have a full shelf um mm -hmm. in grocery we really want to build that block and you know you, you have a very limited window when a shopper walks by that that set uh to grab their attention um and you're you're hard pressed to get a retailer to give you you know i make the joke quite a bit that i buy some of the most inch for inch, I buy the most expensive real estate you'll ever see, right? And that's, that's true. Um, when you're working to buy shelf space with retailers, mm -hmm. um, you're very hard pressed to get a retailer to give you two, three, or four facings, right? So those, those singular facings that we see across uh, shelves and coolers, um, right. it, you're very hard pressed to get them to give you multiple facings of a singular item. So that becomes more that poses a challenge as you're trying to build out that, that kind of block and that banner effect on, in the planogram. Um, so by having, you know, two to four, you know, that's shoot for, you know, we're probably going to go into 12 packs, I would imagine at this point. Um, and we can get into a whole, I'll probably do a whole episode or, or perhaps even a blog post on, um, pack out and, and planogram assortment and things like that. And some, some philosophy there. Um, but being in 12 packs, I think, um, it's likely that you'll be able to secure two facings per skew. I think is a, is a realistic number. Um, okay. so, you know, if we, I love the number four, I think four is a really good number for you. Um, I don't want to force you to create products that you don't love or you're not right. in love with just to, just to achieve the four number, but I would say definitely not two and definitely no more than four. Um, four is a great number. I think you could, and, and many retail outlets, you'd be able to secure, um, eight facings across, which is a, a significant portion in the T category as we look at those planograms. And that's going to create okay. that great, that great banner effect that is going to be eye catching, you know, back to your colors. If we get into some bright colors and we work with the designers and we create some really, you know, kind of um, eye catching package that pops off the shelf, that, that significant uh, linear footage there is going to be uh, impactful. So I would yeah. love to see you work on, you know, maybe two to four. And again, okay. I don't want to force you into creating items that you're not in love with or that don't make sense just to achieve that four, um, but definitely no less than two. All right. And then, so, but to create the product, right, I'm, I'm going to need to do some, some taste testing. So that's a bit of a challenge right now. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, I think you have a pretty good understanding of, of 
tea flavors and profiles, right? You've given me uh, some really cool, interesting kind of tea knowledge so far even. Um, so I think for our homework and, and, you know, timelines are a little bit flexible here because we are working through this, this uh, COVID-19 <laughs> pandemic. Craziness. And yeah. Yeah. It's a little wild out there, but I think over the next week, we should really focus on getting you connected with a creative okay. and um, let's find the creative that start just launching that. And that, that'll probably take, you know, uh, two to three weeks to start working through that process with those folks to really get, um, get this brand, uh, brand guidelines, brand aesthetics uh, really um, narrowed down. Um, so I think we should start working on that over the next two weeks. And then, you know, as, as you can, I would love to see you kind of circle back um, for our next episode with somewhere of just, and, and again, there's a lot of factors here and, and there's, you're kind of restricted what you can do given this pandemic. Um, but I would love to see just two to four um, kind of uh, very top line general ideas for, for flavor profiles and functionality, right? We've talked a lot about why I love tea as a category. I think there's a lot of different functions we can get out of these teas and they can kind of serve a lot of different purposes in, in, in one person's day. Um, so, you know, just very general ideas and keeping in mind, we are plenty of time away from when we can actually sit down with a, with a flavor house and start to work through what these actually taste like. Um, and obviously this is complicated by you not being able to go to a tea store uh, right, right now, but I would love to just hear some very top line ideas uh, for our next okay. call. Okay. All right. So. That sounds great. That sounds great. So the two pieces that we'll be working on the, the, the coming weeks will be to, to get me with a creative and, and create some, some brand designs. And then, you know, me just sort of thinking, brainstorming on, uh, you know, what, uh, what teas I think would, uh, would work. I love it. I think that's, uh, that's, that's the next step here. So fantastic. Very cool. Well, thanks again for your time, Nick. I look forward to, uh, to circling back on these. It's, uh, it's impressive how quick you can uh, you can move. I can tell you're passionate. Also, doesn't help that you're quarantined at home, but yeah. or doesn't hurt that you're quarantined at home. But uh, this it helps is great. That there's not a not a ton to do otherwise. This this is great, man. So thanks again for your time. I look forward to talking to you. You too. All right, take care. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Purvey Podcast. To stay current on future episodes, please subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. To be featured on the Purvey Podcast or just to learn more about how we are working to support purveyors of emerging brands, please visit us at purveycpg.com. Thank you.